So let's talk money then. Mary Holm is here. Hi, Mary. Hi, TC. Um, lots of numbers in our chat today, but actually you're keen to focus on the message behind the numbers. Yes, I am. In fact, while I've been waiting to talk to you, I've crossed a few of the numbers off because I think it's a bit hard for people to absorb yeah. too many numbers on the radio. But the numbers are really just to illustrate some basic points. So I hope that's what really gets through at the end of it all. Yeah, yes, please. Um, and so it's all about KiwiSaver and how much difference a, a sort of change in saving habits might make. Yes, or, or saving in general. Some of them are about just, you know, wherever you save, whether it's in KiwiSaver or elsewhere. So shall I give you the first example, um, which is yes, one please. that you often, often see in the media um, where we've got, say, one person, and I chose for these two people's names, Sam and Robin, so they were both not gendered. I thought that was safer. Um, Great. Very 2022 of you, Mary. Thank you. Isn't it? Yes. Yeah. So we've got Sam saving $2,000 a year, um, and Sam is earning 8% a, a year on that, which is actually too high, really. It's very hard in any investment to assume that. That's after fees and tax. But anyway. Yeah, well, it was looking Sam, good for a few years there, Mary, but uh, maybe this year it might sound a bit unrealistic. <laughs> It might, it might. But anyway, so we've got Sam saving 2000 a year at 8% from age 21 to age 31. And then Sam stops saving. So Sam has put in $2,000 a year for, for 10 years and he or she or they have, accumulated, have, have saved $20,000. They put in $20,000, $2,000 a year for 10 years. By the and then they stop saving. So at 31 years old, they stop saving. They just leave the money that's in there to accumulate. And by the time they get to 65, they've got 430,000. So they've got nearly half a million after they've saved just 20,000 when they were young, wow. um, which is incredible. The growth in that. Yeah. So we've got got Sam here, and then we meanwhile we've got Robin. And Robin doesn't start saving until he, she, they is uh, <laughs> um, 31 and continues until age 65. So the second person is saving for um, 35 years going through. And, so they're, and they're saving $2,000 a year. So their total savings are 70000 They put 70000 in. And at 65, they've got... Three hundred and forty-five thousand. Hang on a, a second. Over, what? A over a third of a million. Yeah. Can that be right? Um, why wouldn't it be? Well, so this guy's only been. Uh, you've really screwed us up not choosing a gender, Mary. I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> so Sam has saved for yeah. ten years. And he's got 430000 by 65. And Robin has saved for 35 years and has only 345000 That's right. That, huh. that's, and the, the extraordinary thing is, you see, that Sam did it from age 21 to 31. And then that money just sat there uh, for the next 35 years. No, sorry, didn't sit there. Kept on accumulating returns. Mm. But Sam wasn't putting any more in. Whereas Robin... Uh, started only 10 years later and yet, and, and then saved for all those years all the way through but didn't ever accumulate as much. 
It's it's the power of having money in for the long term that that makes a huge difference. And I was just thinking actually that that happened to me because I I lived in America and I was in the equivalent of KiwiSaver and left there in the mid 80s. And so I put put I was allowed at that point to take the money out of the mm. it was called an IRA and put it and I put it in an index fund and just left it there. Did nothing more to it and it's grown a heck of a lot. Yeah. Just just leaving money it's sitting in there if you've got a few decades for it to sit there, and it's been quite a few of my kids, um, it, it really does grow ex- it, to an extraordinary extent. So, so the um, lesson is? Yeah, the lesson is really um, that, that you start young. It's really a good idea, and I realise that a lot of the listeners are going to say, well, it's too late for me, um, but... but even if they start now, what, whatever their age, even if they're 60 and they're just saving till they're 65, it's still better to start at 60 than at 61. It really mm. does make a difference. And a lot of people will know the young ones too, who they, you know, children, grandchildren, nieces, nephews, etc. encourage them to get in early because it makes an extraordinary difference. But I've always thought that example, which, as I say, you see sort of variations on it in ads and things around the place. It's a bit unrealistic, really, because people, someone who's as good a saver as as Sam getting going at 21 is probably not going to stop at 31. You know, they're going to keep going. So I thought, let's look at some more realistic examples. And one, so I've got two more sets of examples here. One of them is people, um, the cost of delaying saving for just two years. So we've got an employee starting KiwiSaver at age 20 and over that period they are contributing $3,600. That was in the calculation I put in. So they're putting in $3,600. If they were in a balanced fund, they will have... 73,000 more at 65 than if they delayed starting by just two years. So what we're saying is over those two years from age 20 to age 22, they put in $3,600 and that has gained them 73,000 more dollars at 65 than if they started at age 22. Yeah. Um, that once again, it's that power of having money sitting around for a few decades that makes such a difference. Um, and that was assuming they were in a balanced fund. If they'd been in an aggressive fund, they would have 137,000 more, not 70, 73,000 more in a balanced fund, 137,000 more in, a, in an aggressive fund. So there are two messages here. One is that you're putting in just 3,600, but it grows hugely if you've got quite a few decades to play with, mm. and even more in an aggressive fund. So an aggressive fund is the highest risk category of KiwiSaver fund. There's, there's you know, balanced funds in the middle, and then there's growth funds and aggressive funds. Aggressive funds are typically all shares, really. Um, I sent you another example, but I won't read through the numbers on that. That one is for someone doing it at 40 instead of 42. And the difference isn't as big, but it's still pretty big. Um, You know, so if you start now, as opposed to mucking around for two years, 
you, it's not that much more that you're putting in over a lifetime, but it's a heck of a lot more that you get out at the other end. If you follow me, yeah, indeed. Yeah. Okay, yeah. some great examples there. So that, that's both of those, or all those examples so far of uh, are of starting earlier, um, yeah. whether it's ten years earlier or two years earlier. Um, it makes a difference, big difference, and then uh, yes. And then changing your KiwiSaver contributions. And I might just pause you here because we've got a really interesting text through, um, which sort of plays into this a little bit. Um, I'll make you think on your feet. I mean, as always, if if it gets too hard, you can bail. But um, Lawrence writes, uh, if an employer gave me a 3% pay increase... Yeah. Was it a good idea to instead request that they make it as an extra 3% KiwiSaver contribution? The company yeah. is not out of pocket, and I get a 3% tax-free wage increase, even though I can't spend it. You know, there's limitations on, on when you can access it. You know, it wouldn't be tax-free, I don't think, because if it was an extra contribution from the employer employer contributions into KiwiSaver are taxed. So the tax are they? Slightly are they? Different. Yes, yes they are. So if you know if you're putting th- you put 3% of your pay in and then the employer puts 3% of their pay in, that was a change that came under I think it, I think it was a national government fairly early on in KiwiSaver that they that so the employee con- employer contribution is taxed going oh, okay. in. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. So, but nonetheless, to the to the person who texted, it would still be if they don't desperately need the money at the moment to be feeding starving children or something. Uh, a great idea to get it put into KiwiSaver anyway, because you know what we're just saying that the growth over the years just makes so much difference. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Um, okay, so back yeah. to the example you were going to give, and that's about changing your KiwiSaver contributions. For yes, from. Three percent to six percent. So, let's say we're in an aggressive fund, so the highest risk KiwiSaver fund, um, and we'll say that someone's got they're twenty years old and they're earning forty thousand dollars, and with three percent contributions, their KiwiSaver is going to grow to nine hundred thousand. Fantastic, nearly a million dollars. But if they increase their contributions to six percent, it'll be growing to over 1.3 million so you know so more than close to half a million dollars more they're going to get at retirement for increasing their contributions from three to six mm. now yeah um some people can't afford to do that but a lot of people can they can afford to just up those contributions and um the same thing, once again, the same thing at 40 or 60 or whatever age you are. It's never as powerful. The, the younger you are, the better it is. But for anybody who can afford to increase their employee contributions, it just makes a heck of a big difference by the time you've got the money coming out at the other end. So it's, um, as I was saying to you in my note, here's how to get, a, get to a million dollars in KiwiSaver if, you, if you're 20 Get in there, get into a high risk fund and and keep contributing ideally at six percent and the chances are very good you'll have well over a million. Now for many of those people of course they will be taking the money out to buy a first home at some point going through, which is also a totally legitimate thing to do financially and in other ways. 
But um, one way or another, you know, if, if you're taking some of the money out of KiwiSaver and putting it in a home, then that's in a way going to contribute to having your million dollars of assets at retirement. But mm. it, it's, it's terrific, all the way all these things work. It's just thinking about when I was 20 years old, or you know, my, my, my first job. I, I think I, yeah, I think my first job I was getting paid forty thousand dollars, and um, yeah. man, every every dollar counted. It would have been so hard to convince me to put aside six percent of my pay for this yes. unimaginable time when I was going to be 65 years old. I uh, know it was never going to happen. Like, look, I agree, but it's one good thing about KiwiSaver, just basically that it is. You know, most people these days are in, and at least they're getting the three percent coming out and and building up without them putting a heck of a lot of thought into it, probably. But if you can encourage the young ones to put more in it from the very beginning, they just totally get totally used to not having quite so much money coming out every payday into their bank account, and they're going to end up with a whole lot more. As I say to people sometimes, if you encourage your children to do it, then hopefully by the time they retire, you're still alive and you could, they can fund you on a wonderful big overseas trip or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Just thanks, Mum and Dad, for encouraging me when I was 20, etc. Et but um, the, the main message from all of this is, is really um, don't delay starting and use aggressive funds if, unless you're going to be using the money within 10 years. It's a really good idea to be brave and go into those higher-risk KiwiSaver funds and and um, don't move, don't panic when the markets go down. Um, increase your contributions if you can. Now, have we got a minute more, Jesse? Yeah, we've got or? plenty of time. Go ahead. Have we? Oh, 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 God. What I got nearly all of these numbers from is the KiwiSaver calculator on the sorted website, which is it, it's actually a little bit of fun the way it, it works through. So you're putting in your current pay level and how much you're putting into KiwiSaver and what risk level you're at, etc. And you put your current pay in and the calculator assumes you're going to get pay increases going through the years, you know, sort of average level of pay increases. And it, first of all, it assumes that you retire at 65 um, and you, you, you're using your money up until you're 90 years old. Um, as I've said many times before, at 90, most people find that New Zealand soup is enough for them anyway, especially if they've already got their own home. And Or you can get um, a reverse mortgage at that stage, which we've, we've talked about many times before. Um, but the calculator, you can adjust the retirement age. And that's a kind of neat thing about it that you can say, well, okay, let's assume starting that I retire at 65. Now let's see what happens if I retire at 67. And you can, it helps you to realise how much difference that will make to your, how much you've got in reti- retirement. It's surprising how, you know, delaying retirement by a couple of years can make a big difference. Mm-hmm. Or, and you, you, can, you can play around with the calculator. One other thing to note with that calculator is that if you don't adjust it at all, it, it adjusts the results for inflation. And so if it says you're going to retire with $200,000, that's 
what $200,000 would buy today. So they've already sort of adjusted it for inflation. And I sometimes think that's a confusing way of thinking. So you can switch off the inflation adjuster. Just It's one of the little things you click on, on the tool and then see what it would be without adjusting for inflation. So just be aware of that as you're playing around with, with it's the KiwiSaver calculator on sorted and it just it shows you how your money's is a graph showing you how your money's growing and then another graph with a line going down showing how you can spend your savings through retirement and how much you'll typically have per week to spend in retirement from your KiwiSaver money. Love it, Mary. Um, Rob has got in touch. He says, yeah. Mary, if I gifted my 20-year-old children $10,000 into their KiwiSaver now, would that be a great idea? Thanks, Rob. Yes. Fantastic, Rob. Yes, that's the sort of thing anyone can put extra into someone's KiwiSaver account whenever they want to, and, and absolutely, that will make a huge big difference. So, Rob, as I say, then, then when they retire, you're still around and you're saying, hey, remember that $10,000 I gave you? That's worth 200000 now or whatever. Um, how about you share it with me? Or maybe you don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's another email we received actually before your session today. Um, yeah. So this person has sent in a copy of their deductions from 1972. Oh, yes. Um, you've seen this. It's, I started yes, with 60 yes. cents a day. I increased amounts over the years and retired at 67 in 2016 with several hundred thousand dollars. Also, we were able to take amounts out after 15 years, which I did not to mention. Uh, yes, would you like to do your best at explaining what's... Yeah, a lot of detail here, but I think he was just demonstrating how well he's done over the years by starting back in the 70s. Yes, and starting with a small amount. So, you know, if you start by putting 5 or $10 extra a week or, you know, a month even into KiwiSaver or into any other savings that you're doing, you might be saving for a car or something like that, just start out quite small if you're thinking you can't really manage and just gradually increase it by, you start with $1 and increase it to $2 or start with 10 and increase it to 15 and then 20 each week or each month, it, the power of doing that is incredible. And, you know, and, but if you do these tiny little increments, you really don't notice the difference, and it works really well. Uh, one more. John says, could you ask Mary whether her calculations for the end result of KiwiSaver factors in any downturn... Sorry, whether her calculations for the end result of KiwiSaver factors in any downturns like the ones we're having now, which will have a dramatic effect on the final payout amount, I would have thought. Great question, John. Uh, and of course it does. Yes, it does. It, the, how it does that is that, that they, the people that have set up the calculator look at the average returns in, in a KiwiSaver fund, what's been the average over you know, 20 or 30 years. I know that's older than KiwiSaver, but they look at long-term data. And those averages take into account the fact that there will be downturns some years. So, um, and, and negative returns some years. Hey, and by the way, I was just looking um, at yesterday at what's happened to the New Zealand share market and just 
recently. And I don't think people realise. It, it went down through the year until about mid-June. And since mid-June, the NZX50, the stock market index, has risen by 9%. In, in less than three months. Yeah. It's 9% in less than three months. It's had an incredible uh, recovery. And people just don't make much noise about that. There's always far more in the media about downturns than there are about recoveries. And that's not to say that that will continue. It could go down again. But at the moment, things are looking a lot better. We, we're recovering a lot of that downturn we had earlier this year. And, and in the long run, we will, without Great. a doubt, recover. And- well done. And one more email, just because I like this one, from Kate in Christchurch. I'm a 1946 model, says Kate. Widowed, yeah. I live alone in my own home and with the Ford planning typical of many baby boomers. Controversial comment, I know. Uh, <laughs> I'm able to consider my KiwiSaver as an investment, most likely not needed by me for my financial existence. Um, my question, what is your view of my feeling that I can consider KiwiSaver as a pretty reasonable investment fund, similar, say, to other investment funds in the marketplace? I am comfortable with the ups and downs of the share market scene. Absolutely, yes, certainly. It's a great place for people in retirement to, to park their money in KiwiSaver. And yes, she sounds as though she's got a great attitude to it. You can get it out whenever you want to, once you're 65 or over. So, yeah. A great session today, Mary, and loads of emails and texts. A lot of people are asking which fund they should be in for a certain stage of life, and we have talked about that loads over the years, so I'd encourage them to go to the RNZ website, um, where we um, or Mary's website, where it's pretty easily searchable, and you can find uh, a conversation about which fund is right for me. But there's a sorted website as well, have a similar article, right, Mary? Yeah, and and yes, there's all sorts of stuff. My books are full of it, but yeah. But I'll make a note of that. And so let's say sometime in the next couple of months we'll come back to it because it is a sort of classic one we need to keep returning to. Nice one. So you and I can do it, yes. Thank you. Yeah. Good uh, session with you today. I really appreciate it. Okay, thanks, Jesse. Bye. Mary Holm, personal finance expert.